This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Matan Torah, we have halacha that Matan Torah is considered not only Kadosh gave us the Torah and was mitzavos. It says the Kadosh Baruch Hu was mashbios. It's a Mishnah in Shavuos. It says that if you nishbal vatos a mitzvah or lekayim, both of them are not good shvuas, because even though one would think it's a kavachoma, that certainly to do what's right and not to do what's wrong, um, a person should uh, sh- uh, to do what's right, a person should have a shvuah. But we have a concept of mushbal of Sinai that mitzvahs we are mushbal of Sinai. The um, and the Gemara uses it in halacha. It in the, you cannot make a shvua to support a mitzvah, even though you can make a nether. The technical reasons a shvua is chal on the person, and that is chal on the chayfis. But be it as it may, we are considered mushbavaymar sinai. The word mushba over here doesn't simply mean um, we're obligated to do it, but actually it's seen as actually being of a Shavua nature. And it's very hard to understand what type... Where was the Shavua? When did the Shavua happen? Um, it says at the end, they were macabre with all of the Shavua, but where at Maimon Sinai was there any Shavua that we could refer to? The Medrash in... Uh, it's in Nosoy, actually dealing with the parish of Saita has a limut for it, as follows. It says, It's talking about a sota, and the koyin is, uh, makes a swear that uh, she did not uh, stray from her husband, and so on. So it, the, the medrash says it's an allusion to events at Har Sinai also. How do I know it? We know that Matan Torah is called a bris. There's, we refer to um, the dam habris. So the blood of the carbon was dam habris. The aim bris below shvur. And there's no such thing as a bris without a shvur. So, so was also coming at them with the concept of the Shavuah that they had at Maimon Sinai. So we have the Shavuah of Maimon Sinai, which is hinted at in the concept of bris. The idea that there's no bris without a shavu is not any din or halacha, not even so apparent, not so, so so readily apparent, but it must be some sort of logical deduction or analogy that things that have a shavu, um, things that have a bris must have a shavu. So we need to understand a little bit what 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 is the relationship between this shavu and the bris. There's another place where we have a shavu. That's also a, a very mysterious type of shavua. It's something which we are really, I guess, not capable, not a decision capable of making our own. We're just sort of forced in it. 
That's a Gemara in Nida. It says, Toshma when a person is about to enter this world, a malach comes and makes him forget the Torah that he learned. You do not leave the womb until a shvu is placed on him. Pasik says, Every knee bows to me and every tongue swears to me. So, is Yem Hamisa. Every person, no matter how strong, how haughty, how arrogant, his knees bow to Baruch on the day that he buckles under and dies. Shneem Alafanim Yichu Kol Yerde Ofa. Tishava Koloshin is Yom Haleida. So, we have a certain type of shvua that is given to a person, so to speak, at the Yoim Hilada. We, we, we certainly are not capable of making any type of um, clear uh, shvua. It, it's, it's something that certainly is not... Um, can't be understood that we're in any position to know and understand so what is the shvur? what's that shvur that's made so this segues into another concept of shvur which is um, not an easy concept to understand and let's e- explain why shvur at first glance belongs to a category of halachis known as hafla meaning uh, things that a person expresses with his mouth, things that a person promises, and is obliged to keep his word. Lo yachal dvaro, it covers a wide range of, um, of emphatic statements, such as a neder, a shvua, an iser, um, all sorts of different variations, nezirus, many different erchen, different variations of promises that a person makes, once a person meets a certain group of criteria of what's called an emphatic promise, um, he becomes obliged to keep it. It's prohibited for, for him to violate it. And depending on the type of commitment he made, that's how strong the iser is, that's how various halachas. Um, a neder is one form, a shvur is a much stronger form um, because of the way it's said, usually usually adding Hashem's name to it and so on, or it's implied like that. So, so a shvur is a very strong way of saying it. So th- one would expect that a person's uh, uh, the absolute minimum standard for any type of shvua um, would be to say it. And having said it, we're now obliged to keep it. There's a concept in shvua, um, unique to shvua, called mushpa um, de'acherim. Other people place an oath on you. Um, it is the, the places that come to mind are Sota, as we said over here. Um, we have something called Shvuas HaPikadon, where somebody owes you money, somebody is, is, has a halacha that he should have kept something for you. We also have something called Shvuas HaEidus, which means if somebody knows testimony 
that's relevant to a case that I'm um, involved in. For instance, somebody owes me money and this person knows testimony. Somebody damaged me and this person knows testimony. I can force him to um, be a witness. He has an obligation to person and I can force him to be a witness. Now, the, 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 these particular cases that I gave are cases that are called Mushba Ayadeya Cheirim. That I, it's not only the normal Shavuah, which fits into the into what's called Shavuah Spitu, where a person of his own initiative makes a Shavuah that he's going to do X, he's not going to do Y, and so on. Those type of Shavuahs are all basically um, the person's own statements, as should be, as, as we expect to be. There's something called uh, um, there's something called Mushba Deachem, which are these types of Shavuahs, we have it, where someone else quote-unquote, administers an oath to me. Now, um, it's, it's not all uniform. You have uh, where a woman answers Amen, so her acknowledgement, and, and basically she's affirming what has been read to her, could possibly count as her type of of, of a, a, a type of Shavua on her part. She's basically saying, yes, I do, to what, what has been read to her. But the, it goes further than that. Um, if you remain silent, the silence itself is seen as an agreement, as an acquiescence to the person's statement. So even if it's an acquiescence, but I didn't say anything, it's one thing if I made a, a, a false word, at least by saying amen to what you said, and saying, yes, I agree. So I, I, I hear that those words constitute hafla and so on. But just being quiet and acquiescing without saying anything, even though it implies possibly that I agree, but why would that be called a shavua um, if the main element of shavua is um, my say-so? And finally, there are shitas. There are many shitas, not many, but there are shitas and poskim. The Ketos Hoshin amongst them, uh, foremost, who say that in in Shavuos Pikadon and Shavuos Edis, I can come to you and say, I am Ashbia you, that you tell me the that you tell that you that you that you testify the testimony that you know to be true, or that um, you that you give me back whatever it is I want. If I do it in that way, even if the person protests, the person says, I am not denying or confirming. I have nothing to do with it. I don't want to talk to you. It's still called Mushba de Acher. Other plenty, I don't want to go into the halachic parts of it. The Rizkarov says that Mushba de Acher is very different in the sense that um, it's, it's, uh, it's as if you said it. And he, he, it's relevant for carbon not again I don't want to um, go off onto the halach discussion but there is a concept of which certainly transcends hafla and has very very strong halachas to it um, the Ran said, the Rabbeinatam, brought the court in the Ran, says that needs to have Shem Hashem 
a normal shvur does not need to have shem Hashem. You, it's it's there by implication, possibly, or it doesn't require it. But when you try to be as somebody else, you need to have shem Hashem. So a shvur is something which is a um, it's something which is a mushpah de'acherim is a different category. It's something that's in its that the core of it is imposed by someone else. It has very little to do with my acknowledgement, agreement, etc. It requires a especially strong shvur. It works in a few cases only, and somehow it defies the concept of shvur that that we would expect. Some sofa says, some sofas in Shmos, he says that the Shavua, that a Baruch Hu is Mashbia, um, when a person is born, is a Mushba de Acherim. And it, it makes a lot of sense in the context of, um, it makes a lot of sense in this context of, of um, a, how is it possible, because a, a child that's just born obviously doesn't have the ability to uh, say anything on his own. He can't express his own uh, will or, or anything of that nature. So obviously, it it, it is a mushvadecher. Um, but over here, we have a mushvadecher which forms, in a certain sense, the core of our obligation. Even at Har Sinai, and I want to add one more point. There's a conundrum in the value of that shvur, because. Let's think about it. For me to keep a shavua, my obligation to keep it, um, my, my desire to keep it, are all um, are all commandments. It's the third dibra of the sarsa dibris or the sisim hashem l'shav. It is halachas further on about shavua sheker. Um, these are all things that we are commanded on. So. To start the process with a shavua, where a shavua is not yet um, a, an entity that obligates me. So, for instance, it's like it's like let's say I suspect somebody to be a liar, and I ask him, "Tell me, are you telling me the truth?" That this some, that statement is is an absolutely useless statement. That question is meaningless. Sometimes it's meaningful in the sense where a person might just be kidding, but if I'm telling him I'm very, very serious, there'll be a lot of consequences. So the person kind of um, wises up. But but in the, in, in, the, in the absolute logical sense, asking a person if he's lying or not is basically a nonsense question. Because if he's a liar, he's lying even the second time, and if he's telling the truth, he's telling the truth the first time. So what does it mean, how does that help us keep the Torah, if keeping a Shavuot is only one of the halachas of Torah? So true, Ben Noach, we have, we do find Shavuot in, 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 in Torah before, but it, it requires a, a deeper understanding of what Shavuot is. So I'd like to understand a little bit what Shavuot is, because it goes to the heart of what happened at Maimon Har Sinai, of, of what Maimon Har Sinai is for us. Um, I'm, I'll, let's, I'm going to quote a Sfasemis in some passages by Yechi. And the Sfasemis says, by Rashi, it says, by, by, by Yaakov Avinu when he came, he said, And Rashi says, So the Pasik puts it down as one Pasik, and Rashi seems to imply that this bowing 
of mitotzer shleima is sort of the the, the, the the end part of the shvua. It seems to have nothing to do with it. So the Sfasemis says that shvua happens where, and he says it over uh, from his Dushirim. Dushirim said that shvua is from the Lashon Shiva that says it in many other places in early places and Shavua is where the entire um, seven middles of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, when a person is misdabek to the entirety of his midas, that is what a Shavua is um, and the Zohar says that Shavua is is Melech Atzmai I like to try a little bit to uh, get a feel for what this Fasemis means over here and what he's saying over here. We act. The things we do represent different elements of our kohos, of what we're trying to do, and so on. That's what an action of a person is. Um each mitzvah we do can be sort of categorized under one of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's middles, one of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's, one of the branches of what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants and wishes from the Bria and HaKadosh Baruch Hu's mitzvahs, every commandment stands on its own and it obligates a person for a specific reason. So when we talk about Taimiyah Mitzvahs, we talk about what particular branch of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Ratzin is obliging us at this and this point. Is it the Chesed like us to do? Is it the Mishpat? Is it the Din? And so on. That is true about all Tzivuyim, all activities. And those are called Mitzvahs. Those are things that HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Mitzvahs when I ask somebody for a favor it's one of many different elements of our relationship could you get me this, could you do that, could you do other things when a person promises to do something again, it's one of the things that, so I can, ma- I can tally and I can make a cheshben and say you did this, you didn't do this you did the other thing and so on a shvua is a type of, of it's something which comes from the very shoresh of um, of my core being and that's why when we think about Shavua Chai Hashem I swear by the life of swearing is I attach what I said or what Hashem said to the very core and essence of Kaviyachal himself. It's not a promise, it's the entirety. And that's why it's associated with a bris, which is eternal. In other words, there are elements that are steps in the road to something, and therefore it is a, um, it's something which is uh, a, a Negotiable. It's something that comes and goes. It's one piece of a puzzle. Shavua is something that I size up as being relevant to my very core. And that's why it's a bris is possible only with Shavua. Because um, 
it, it's, it's something eternal and enduring, like a bris means it came from the very core of my essence. I make agreements with people, and because the tactical agreements, I'll help you with this project, I'll help you with this project. When I create a bris, I create something that goes to the core and the essence of the person. And Bimela, it's not that every bris also has a shavua. Bris and shavua are synonymous. They both express a kesha that goes to the very heart of um, a person's existence and kaviyochal kadosh in this world. So when I willingly make a shavua, that's what it means. I get up and I say, I am willing to harness the very essence, the very core of my being to this statement. And that's why I say, you know, by my life, so to speak. And that's why I, I attribute it to the life of HaKadosh Baruch Hu Kaviyachu. This is something that goes to the sum total of that which is me, and sum total HaKadosh Baruch Hu, which is the sum total of existence. That's a regular Shavua. Mashbiya de Acherim works only when something that deals with my core um, bailus, so to speak. If, let's say, for instance, I have the master um, plug or faucet for what you're getting, I can pull that and everything you have or do is affected by it. That's the type of activity that Mushba Dechem is. So the areas in which Mushba Dechem works are Shruosapikadon, where a certain money is my money by you, it came from me to you. It's not a question where there's money, but I, I, it's an amashbiya you that you must give it to me. It's the power of imposing it because it's from me. In other words, I control the root of it. Edus, since I have the right that when something happened, you come and testify, I can force you. The Shavuot forces you because I have the halacha on my side. It, it's not, if you borrowed money from me, that's an obligation on you to pay to me, and I have a claim. Edus, the Torah said, I can be mashbiya you. Asota, the fidelity to her husband, the Kohen is being mashbiya her, because this is this her, this is the sum total of, of, of her core allegiance and so on. He also can impose those shvuas. Mashbiya de'echem works because Shavua at its core it also is a promise it also has halakhs of but in its essence it transcends it it has in itself it's, it's, it's something which allows for the core of something to, to, to affect everything else HaKadosh Baruch Hu to us is mashbia at the core of our existence when a person is born at the moment of the breath of life, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is mashbiyah, the person. Tiyat Tzadik Valtiyat Rasha is not a promise. I, I, I'm a person, I've got a life, I've got Bechir, I've got many, many things, and I've been asked to pledge uh, money for here, and I've been asked to pledge HaKadosh Baruch Hu, I should be at Tzadik. No. The Shavua of Yit Tzadik is the Shavua of being born. And like Chazal says, it happens at the moment of Yitzia. I come to this world where my essence 
is 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 the is the promise and obligation. It's 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 the obligation that is my essence of being a tzaddik. That is the the the, the awesome shvua that every person comes to this world with. Klal Yisrael as a klal, and we as as individuals had the same shvua a second time. It says that at Maimed Har Sinai, Nafshi that my very, very soul left. It says in Chazal that every time Gadz Baruch said a Dibra, our soul left us and it came back again. That means that our Chiyus was infused through Aseris Adibris. Each Dibra itself took away the old life and gave us a new life. The Hashba of Akarish Baruch Hu being Mashbias is the new life that he gave us as a commandment. Aseris Adibris didn't come as additions, add-ons to an existing cloud. Because that that wouldn't be um, that, that 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 would not be enough. They came as a very core metzias. It's no wonder that Anochin Luliyah, which is the statement of what Hakadosh Baruch Hu is, is followed by Lisisim Hashem Lashav. That the that shvua is the core of who we are. In other words, the description of Hakadosh Baruch Hu's essence is Anochin Luliyah. It, it's more than just a command. It's a description of what is. The Leisisa Hashem Hashem is a is a description of who we are. That's who we are. So, the concept of Mushvan Sinai is not there to be mechazik us and say, well, not only have mitzvahs, you also have a shvua. And for that, the question was was a very valid question. If we don't care much about the mitzvahs, then the mitzvah shvuas and the dharma also doesn't bother us. Mushra Varnasina is a different musik. It says in Svarim say that shvuas is Miloshan Shvua and Miloshan Nishraim Har Sinai. The same Shiva Shavuas, it, it, it's, it's, they, they come together. The Shiva Shavuas is the fullness of all the Midos and the, 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 the Kabbalah added for each week, it's Midas, it's day, it's Midas, but forever it is, the Shiva Shavuos is a fullness of all the Midos, and the Shavuos is, and, 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 and by, by dint of that, it is, it is the Shavuos in the sense of an oath, it's one and the same. Akarich Baruch at Maimed Har Sinai did not give us commandments, he, he didn't give us Sivuyim, because if he gave us Sivuyim, it means it, it attaches itself somewhere other than our very root of existence. It, HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave us a neshama with a neich burnt into it, engraved in it. A shavua means, just like when a person comes to this world, and Chazal's Lashon is, misham, a person does not leave into this, does not enter this world. The, the Pasek the Pasek gives me the balance that is equivalent to Tishava Koloshin. Our sum total of life is Tishava Koloshin. Our sum total of death is they, they are two sides of the same coin. This Pasek addresses the two core events of a person's 
essence versus Metzius. And, and therefore, when we talk about Shavuos, we need to understand it a lot deeper than just we got the mitzvahs, we, 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 we started the mitzvahs. HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave us Aseris Dibris with, with Torah and mitzvahs and so on. Those, that, that would be very nice, but that would not be, this, that, that would be light years apart from this type of procedure uh, that, that was talking about. What happened on Shavuos night and the schooler of Shavuos afterwards, the, the Kedusha Sazman of Shavuos is that every person can relive my Sinai as a time when Nafshi when it was a new birth for us. And this birth came with a Shavuah. Until we did have the Shavuah of Tzadik here, in, and and Klaiosol had that Shavuah. The Mushba Vaymar Sinai means that that our existence itself is not only tempered by Torah Mitzvahs. If you do this, you get Chiyas, you just get Misa. Our existence is Torah Mitzvahs. Akadish Baruch who's put in the Shavuah into our very core being. And if a person, if we're to it, as an understanding that the essence of our very being is Torah Mitzvahs and the obligation of Torah Mitzvahs is the obligation of realizing ourselves of, of being of, of, of being our Mitzvahs um, not just obeying it's it, and in that we, be, because it's the entirety of our existence it's Kavayochol the entirety of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Midas the Dveikus HaKadosh Baruch Hu in Torah Mitzvahs lies Dafka um, passes through the nexus of Shavuah. Shavuah is our entire Mitzvah and Shavuah is the entire Mitzvah of all Midas HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And when the two join together, that's my Sinai, and that's our Chiyos, and that's our birth.